hey, you know what I believe? I believe every single person can make a difference and that we all have something amazing to offer the world. I believe in standing up for what matters and in putting one foot in front of the other. I believe courage is way more important than confidence and I'm addicted to seeing people break through what they once thought they couldn't. And that's why I started this podcast. I want you to believe in yourself. I want you to know that anything's possible. I want you to find the courage to stand up and do your thing. Everything's waiting for you. You just have to believe it's possible. I'm Karen Vaughan. This is the Get Off The Bench podcast. And here is where your courageous life starts. Hey guys, and welcome to another week of the Get Off The Bench podcast. And my big question for you this week is, do you have a bucket list? I do. I have one on my phone and um, I absolutely love it. And there's, you know, like 300 things on there and uh, maybe half are ticked off. But, but it's one of those things I think we need. And it's, you know, because we're always going to have something to look forward to. There's such a thing called paradise syndrome. And that is where you are really, really depressed and, you know, life's, there's just nothing to look forward to. And if we don't have things to look forward to, it's, it's not good, hence a bucket list. Now, my guest today is Trav Bell, and I'll tell you what, he's going to tell you all about bucket lists. I hope he inspires you. I'm sure he will because he's a very inspiring guy, and uh, let me tell you about him. Trav Bell is the bucket list guy, the world's number one bucket list expert. As a self-appointed bucket listologist, Trav helps people live their bucket list before it's too late. His unique life engagement message really wakes you up, stops Groundhog Days and helps you to experience more fulfillment. Trav says a bucket list is a tangible life plan where our business plan and career plan should fit into our life plan and not the other way around. And no one practices what they preach more than Trav. His crazy globetrotting adventures are contagious, hilarious and always fresh. He's the author of the best-selling book, The My Bucket List Blueprint. He's a TEDx thought leader and a certified speaking professional. Trav's also the founder CEO of Bucket List Coaches, who are now on a mission to help 10 million bucket listers with a hashtag, ticket before you kick it. Before Trav became the bucket list guy, he founded and franchised a chain of personal training studios across Australia. Starting with one client, Trav and his team went on to do over 2 million personal training sessions and motivated tens of thousands of clients. Trav is now regarded as one of the world's most in-demand motivation speakers. Welcome, Trav. Karen, stoked to be on. Hey, go ahead. I, uh, look... Any better, I'd be twins. <laughs> Things are going really well. Uh, we, we're right in the middle of, well, we've been free of our COVID situation here in Australia. Well, touch wood. So it's been worse. So I think it's better now. <laughs> I know. I was just seeing a few weeks straight without any cases. So fingers crossed it uh, yeah, continues yeah. to go I mean, that way. But as you know, you know, like you can be at the cause or the effect of these things, or you can you can choose to react and, you know, with these sort of situations, and it won't be the first COVID, quote unquote, mm. <laughs> that happens in our lifetime, yep. and, and nor has it been. Um, you can choose to react to these things in different ways, can't you? Yep. A positive way or a negative way. And I think we've definitely, well, I could be speaking for everyone, I don't know, but just speaking for me, we've oscillated between the positive and negative over the last few months, that's for sure. Mm. 
Yeah, me too. And I, but I think it's about you're right. It's about finding that silver lining, isn't it? And just um, it is what it is. And you 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 got to make is. your life what you can make it. So. Yeah, yeah, well, anyway, look, we might get a Christmas. We might all see our families for Christmas, so that'd be fantastic. Oh, touch some wood wherever <laughs> yeah. you are. Touch wood, touch wood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, you know, you might have to put that on your bucket list, see the family for Christmas. but <laughs> Just see anyone for yeah. Christmas, yeah, that'd be your bonus. Well, it's funny, isn't it? Because I, I, um, I you know, you've seen the intro and stuff. Is um, I, I get, you know, I'm a, I've been a professional speaker for 10 years and, um, I did a I did an online presentation for a group last week and like a, a virtual keynote presentation, yeah. which is just super weird, <laughs> um, and and it's exhausting too. Yeah. It's it's more exhausting doing the, your dog and pony show, your presentation in front of a laptop yep. versus a live audience, and and they want me to come back for their live conference uh, happening next year and I, I basically said Look, any excuse to jump on a plane again I'm there <laughs> so sign me up book me in do whatever you got to do but you know I don't think international travel is going to happen anytime soon no um no. but uh, I am I am definitely get on a plane again mm. <laughs> as the bucket list guy Get on a plane again could be on the bucket list. Yeah, Karen. <laughs> so it's like who knows when. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be a, that'd be weird, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, I'm not, I, I agree. I'm I'm itching to. I've cancelled three um overseas trips this year. Well, not cancelled, but three of them should have happened. I cancelled one, and um yeah, yeah I'm the same as you. I, it's e- much easier on stage than sitting behind a screen. But yeah. at the same time, um. I think this is where, you know, some people haven't managed because they haven't been able to put on a show behind the screen. So, you know, I think it's um yeah. but I agree. There's been some interesting there's been some interesting developments. I mean, there's a lot of families coming close here's the optimists. So, you know, a lot of families have, have come closer together. Mm. Um, not everyone's got a supportive ecosystem around them those, but yeah. a lot of families have really you know, found an opportunity to reconnect in a way that they haven't before because life just gets, you know, busy and busier and yeah. um, people are being, instead of doing, being a tourist around the world, people are being a tourist in their own hometown. They're, they're you know, doing, yeah, you know, crossing off a lot of those uh, projects, I guess, uh, that they've been meaning to get to. I, I did my freaking will the other day. Oh, wow. <laughs> my will. And I've been to the dentist. Wow. <laughs> and it's like, what? And I clean the shed. <laughs> I, like, who does that? <laughs> so I'm like, oh, shit. And, yeah, everyone else is around me is stoked because I'm not on and off airplanes all the time. <laughs> That's no. good, isn't it? Yeah, you're right about being a tourist. And some people have done pub crawls in their house as well. So, oh, you know, that's... <laughs> I already got the best one is this, is... Um, I'm a cyclist, so if you go into an app called Strava, right? Yeah. You can actually you can actually track through GPS. You can track where you've where you've ridden or you've run or you you know yeah. or you've walked, and uh, it's an international app. A lot of a lot of my mates use, and you can see like when we had, especially in Melbourne, you had the five k radius thing. Yeah. And so they do a tour to suburb. And so literally within five Ks, they just go up and down every street <laughs> in this and try and cut and try and colour it in. <laughs> and some people would, would deliberately go out and try and write their name in the streets. Ah, you know, that's awesome. Yeah. So you're not near Brighton, you haven't done every street in Brighton. 
No, no, I'm, I'm down. No, I'm down here in Ocean Grove. So we we haven't been. I'm like you. You know, we we've been in regional yeah, Victoria yeah. and been a little bit away away from Melbourne. And then probably like you, like last weekend, they got let out of the cage and went nuts. And yep, we got um, inundated. Yep. Yeah, we got flooded. Yep. I'm here in Ocean Grove. So I'm right on the coast yeah. in Bowen Heads and Torquay here, and uh, it's uh, it was crazy, and it's been crazy ever since. Mm. But no, we haven't had the restrictions that the Melburnians have had. Um, but you feel for them, yeah. um, and you feel for people all around the world now. They're going back into lockdowns, especially around Europe and some parts of the US. And mm. but yeah, it's been. A, Interesting, yeah. Sure has. And yeah, speaking of, like this is a great segue into into your stuff. You know, it's like we, we were taking a lot of things for granted, you know, and then suddenly we're all in lockdown and it's kind of like, oh, I wish I was that because I would have done that thing. I want to do that thing, you know, and um, a lot of us don't have a bucket list and, and we should. I've got a, I've got one on my phone and I absolutely love it. And I, you know, you'll, you'll love this. I put a, um, a checkered flag if I've done it and I put a racehorse next to it if it's in, in progress. So it's, right. well, there's, <laughs> there's, there's about 300 there's on there. But, analogies. <laughs> Nice. No. Choose whatever emoji floats your yeah, boat. Yeah, cool. exactly. But anyway, speaking uh, of, you know, because I think that we should do it because you just never know when your time's up and life is too short, as you say. So um, I just yeah. want to sort of ask you, I, I want to ask you about all your your tr- globe trotting and everybody else, all the people you've met yeah. and everything else. But to start with, let's have a look at your childhood. Now, did you, because I've seen a lot of your, um, as you're ticking off your bucket list items, you you are doing some crazy things. Like some of them are a little bit extreme. When you were a kid, mm. were you a bit of a daredevil? Like, did you, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I grew up as a I grew up down in Ocean Grove here, and I moved away up to Melbourne for my first business kind of thing. And and uh, when I was eighteen, uh, spent twenty years up there, and then came back down here. Um, I don't know, probably six years ago or something like that yeah. um and yeah i guess i've always grown up i grew up down here so i was grown up as a surfer a, a lifeguard a surf lifesaver doing ironman events and um as a swimmer as well so i've always been a jock i guess as they say in america my whole life yeah. um that's what got me into you know i ended up doing a phys ed degree in university and so I've always been around surfing, that's for sure. Like that's always been a part of my life and big waves are better if you ask me. And, <laughs> um, you know, so I guess, and growing up with a fair degree of peer pressure around that. And, mm. um, but yeah, I've always done, I've always seek to, I've always been an athlete, always seek to, you know, get a, get a bit uncomfortable, I guess. Mm. <laughs> and, um, and seek, uh, seek adrenaline and, you know, I guess that that's what led me into entrepreneurialism as well. Is um, always I wasn't involved in team sports growing up. Um, always an individual pursuit. So I guess that's kind of contributed towards it. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Have you surfed um, the the pipeline in Hawaii? No, not yet. That's on the bucket list. I thought it might be. Yeah, if you haven't already. It's on the bucket list. <laughs> I've surfed in Hawaii, but not pipe. Um, I've surfed. A, there's a few. Few places I have surfed. I've surfed Cloud Break in Fiji a few a couple of times. Yeah. I'm yet I'm yet to surf Jeffrey's Bay. Um, Jeffrey's Bay is that big right hander, uh, actually where Mick Fanning got attacked by the oh, Great White Shark. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And but that being said, I want to surf. Uh, it's on the bucket list. Surf Kelly Slater's man man made wave pool. Um, there's a few other spots around the world that I want to surf. But um, yeah, there's there's I don't know with about three hundred and something things on my bucket list. There's quite a few. There's quite a few things to uh, cross off there. That's for sure. <laughs> oh well, you'll get there. I'm sure. There's a river somewhere in in the world, and I don't know where it is, but I remember watching it on YouTube. And you know, a wave comes in and it takes you all. All the way up the river and then it hits Horacora. yeah Horacora. that's in the uh, that that is also on the bucket list <laughs> you are very well yep and that's um that you can go for about six or seven k's yeah. in into into the it's a tidal tidal board it's a tidal river wave that goes up the amazon oh, that's and the right. deeper you go the more piranhas there is in the water. <laughs> Yuck. No shit. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't know about the piranhas. <laughs> I'd, yeah. I'd seen the wave, yeah. but um, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, you might make it out of there. That's fantastic. <laughs> Certainly I'm going for the big risk. So, wear booties that day. <laughs> I think you wear a whole bloody steel suit. One of those, um, you know, the knights in, you know, the night suits. And <laughs> yeah, 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 chains. Yeah, uh, you won't be much movement, but anyway. So, um, and before you were the bucket list guy, because I just want to get all the past out of the way and get rid of that, because obviously, um, all of these things, I don't care what anyone says, everything we do in the past, it all leads to, you know, where we are yeah. today, and they're all stepping stones. But you had a, um, a chain of personal training studios across Australia. So yeah. Um, yeah. where did you start with that and, like, what what made you go from one little gym to or, 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 or um, venue, I guess, to a, a whole big chain of them? Yeah, yeah, it's a good question. I, 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 I don't know. I've got this piece of DNA in me that where I want to help a lot of people, not just a handful. Mm. Like, I, I do executive coaching now and I, I, I coach one to many from the stage, but I'm just not happy... Co- you know, helping it only that many people. So I've always done thing where I can change, you know, change people like a, a like a lot of people's perspective on a certain topic. Mm. So or change their narrative, change the conversation. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, started with one client and then grew it into uh, a chain of tw- tw- uh what do we have, 22 personal training studios around Australia. Wow. And um, they're at one stage, 21 or 22, either way. And, you know, tens of thousands of clients across Australia, we motivated and them and their families um, and nearly 2 million personal training sessions. I did that for 20 years. And so, and I love, you know, I loved helping people en masse. So I had a whole bunch of personal trainers working under that umbrella and um, together we, we helped a lot of people with their health and fitness. So the first 20 years of my life was PT, personal training, and the next 20 years is PD or personal development. That's how <laughs> I put it. But there's a little sort of breakdown before breakthrough or confusion before yep. clarity moment in the, in the middle there yep. that led me to, to do what I do today. So um, what was that? What was the catalyst that threw you into becoming the bucket list guy? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I, I I went through about a depression, and when I say depression, mine was relatively mild compared to what I hear these days. And but your own perception is your own reality, right? Yeah. So, um, so 
I, you know, things got on top of me with business. There were some things going on in life and it was a downward spiral, you know, some toxic people in my life. And, you know, one thing led to another and it just compounds, right, after a while and just got on top of me and I was in a pretty dark place there for about a year. And, um, and but instead of going on like heavy antidepressants, because, um, you know, still to this day, they're, they're a Band-Aid effect. Yeah. Um, not really helping you know, get to the root cause. And I was always fascinated with psychology and I'm like, I've got to get to the bottom of this. I've got to get to the reason why. So that helped me to, help me to my own diagnose. I get, you know, help me go down the rabbit hole and try and discover what the hell was going on. So I found myself in all sorts of different courses, learning about counseling, coaching, NLP, positive psychology, uh, you know, the whole law of attraction thing. And um, Akagi principle, you know, blah 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 blah. All these, all these courses, getting qualified, a whole bunch of certificates, and I, you know, if you put on a course back then, I would have done it. I would have, and I would have run to the back of the room and <laughs> and and upgraded. You know, <laughs> I I did everything, and so I then it was kind of at the, at the tail end of all that that uh, uh, and I worked through a lot of stuff. Um, and I still work through a lot of stuff today. You know, we never stop growing, mm. right? So, um, but it wasn't until a friend of mine at the time said, hey, why don't you, literally said, why don't you teach this shit, Trove? You, you're in these seminars all the time. And and that helped me really compartmentalise what I was going through. Mm. So, and I realised that at that point in time, you know, the number one fear on earth was public speaking. Yep. And I'm like, all right, if I can do, and I saw a speaker at the time, and I, I thought, if I could do that, I could do anything. You know, honestly, it's, people's biggest fear i haven't got a lot of fear when it comes to that Mm. but that was for me the big domino that i felt like i had to push over in my life that would affect a lot of other things in my life so Mm. i summed up the courage i put on a seminar and packaged in all the stuff that i learned and you know i've done a ted talk i'm a csp now a certified speaking professional spoken nearly you know on every continent still waiting for a gig in antarctica by the way just any (laughs) listeners out there if you've got any connections just (laughs) want to cross that off the bucket list um but at the end of the day you know very accomplished all in that world but i was absolutely shitting myself when i and it was and it was crap compared to what i do now Mm. that first one but started off you know hitting the mark and then about halfway through i started actually sharing my list to do before i die i actually had one written down since i was 18. yep and um, and I, this is only ten years ago, so I'm 47 now. So, and like I said, a lot of people close to me didn't even know I had one of these lists written down, and I started sharing it, and they've gone, "Oh shit, that's got a lot of stuff on there." And wherever I went around in uni and shared housing and that sort of thing, I'm a little blue folder with my with my um, with my list, and and I started sharing, and I said you know, to the 40-odd people that were in the room, I said, "Who else has got one of these lists to be, do before you die?" Actually, written down. I quickly realised I was the only freak in the room, <laughs> so I um, it inspired the group. I told them some stories, and because it's always been the thing that I recalibrated on that, that my why it made it it was a tangible reason for getting out of bed, mm. a tangible reason for building businesses, making decisions, getting off the fence, and just moving forward faster. And so, so for me, I I shared the list, and then right at the end of it, Joe, one of our clients at the time said how's all this list to do before you die stuff it's like a bucket list you're like the bucket list guy and I went 
Ah, light bulb moment. All the stars, planets, everything came. All the light. I swear there was a unicorn somewhere. <laughs> and and I went home that night and registered thebucketlistguy.com. And uh, and you'll love this too, Karen. When I was on the when I registered, I was on the Google machine trying to suss out like who's the you know who's the the Mac Daddy, who's like the king, who's the, like the number yep. one. You know, oh look, no one. So I literally called myself the world's number one bucket list expert. <laughs> Fantastic. And I've been doing that ever since. No one else was doing it. So I'm probably stupid enough. I'm, I'm bold enough, I guess. You know, but I also wanted to take a massive step, own a space. Yep. You know, I've given a lot of advice to people over the years in terms of, you know, speaking. Yep. Um, you know, or, or thought leadership if they... You know, pick a highway, then pick a lane, and then own the lane. Yeah. So I could have been the fears guy, belief guy, maybe gratitude guy, or whatever. Mm. But that just it resonated. It was congruent with who I who I was and who I am. And and you know, as you know through coaching, it's it was my it was just that filter that I could run my values, my personal values through, and I have ever since. And that's why it's so still to this day even more congruent with uh, with who I am and I've actually stepped into that in, into that persona even more mm. as I've uh, over the last 10 years and you know they they say with thought leadership pick a you know pick that lane and it's got to be an inch wide and a mile deep yep. instead of an you know an inch deep and a mile wide yep. not trying to be the jack of all trades master of none to everyone yep. it's just like that's the filter that I run everything through and everything stems through that and it's allowed it's allowed me to, I guess, decrease the noise and increase the focus um, of of the things that I put out to the world. Mm. It's been really cool. Oh, I love it, and I love that you. Oh, plus, plus, yeah. plus, plus. It's given me license to run around the world and be an idiot. <laughs> and and uh, you know, and, and by the way, if you haven't worked out this by now, Karen, my bucket list for the last ten years has also been a tax deduction. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> still to this day, I swear to you. Still to this day, my my accountant said you're not. My, says is not you're not as dumb as you look, are you, Troy? <laughs> and after I say, well, f you, Troy. Um, <laughs> so the truth, yeah, truth. Though all uh, all what you see is uh, all been a tax deduction. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah, so we all need to get a bit smarter in that. Uh, That's why we've now got bucket list coaches running around. We've got certified bucket list coaches now in 22 countries around the world, and they're all doing the same. I might have to work out how I can get off different benches all around the world. Yeah, just... <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. And I do love that you started with, you know, and I just started messy. Well, you didn't say those words, but, you know, it was yeah. terrible. And I think that um, a lot of people, they just won't step over that mark, you know, that, that messy mark and um, give it a go because what if I fail? What if I look stupid? You know, what if people criticise me? But you'll never know yeah. if you don't jump over that first yeah. hurdle and... Who cares? You're right. We've all got we've all got imposter syndrome. That's just yep. our you know limbic brain, our critter brain, just caught keeping us safe. Yeah. You know, who do you think you are? You know, why should why should people listen to you and yep. blah blah? You know, who do? You, but you know, we've all got that, no matter how big or small you are, yep. and that's designed. That is actually a rep, you know an old part of our brain that's designed to keep us safe. So we keep reproducing, and the, and no harm's going to come to the body. Yeah. Yep. All right. And a coach once said to me. Look, and I said, what about this? These negative thoughts, you know, like it's 
you know, who do I, who do I think I am? You know, like and it's always going to be there. But you know how you quieten that? Go out and help as many people as you possibly can. Yep. And their adulation, not their round of applause, not not from an ego point of view, but just their positive reinforcement, the testimonials, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, the thanks. Before you know it, you go and help enough people, and you get enough of that, and it'll, it'll slow, slowly but surely start to silence that that voice in your head. It won't go away, but it'll silence that voice. It'll quieten that voice in your head, and no truer word has been spoken. Mm, I agree, and I think that you're right. We all suffer it. I mean, I do every single day. I have yeah. to push through it. You know, every day it mm. rears its little head, and I have to say, "Shut up, Frank," or whatever I do. You know, and it's mm. um, and this um. The other thing about serving others, you know, whenever you feel crap about yourself in any way, help somebody else. Mm. You know, it's it's the best way yeah. to get through it. But so, why do yeah. why do you yeah. um think it's so important that people do have a bucket list? Well, you know, the, have you seen the movie The Bucket List? Yeah, I have. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people have. A lot of people have it. Well, the movie's shit because you know, <laughs> I've based my whole I've, I've based my whole career on it. <laughs> it's shit because. Because it's about two blokes who get given a cancer diagnosis and then they write a bucket list. That's why it's dumb. That's why bucket lists have got maybe a negative connotation. Yeah. Because we wait until it's too late and we all do it, right? Yeah. Not me, not not the people that get coached by us, but a lot of people do it. They wait until they get a a slap, a diagnosis. They get given a use-by date. They suddenly reprioritise. Yeah. Like, do we seriously, we only reprioritize when we get given a use-by date? <laughs> so so I want to help wake people up before they get given a use-by date. Yeah. And and that's what it's all about. So because, you know, and, and the thing is people people really do wait until they, they're so busy. I guess the whole world is like this. The, the, the whole world is busy being busy. It's like this weird mm. badge of honor that we carry around with us all day. Yep. And what are you? What are you complaining or bragging? What are you doing? Mm. You know, when people say I'm busy as, uh, and and the the problem is we're, we're so busy on their to do list that we forget about our bucket list. Yeah. You know, when people take the opportunity to listen to this or or see me live or read the book, whatever, they they can take time out of their life to work on their life, separate their daily to do list from their bucket list, give it some importance. You know, give it some priority. So, and not wait until it's too late, you know, and, and write, you know, like number one is write the thing out, get it out of your head yeah. because it's swimming up there with your daily to-do list unless you put it on your phone or unless you write, actually write it down, go analog, you know, feel yeah. free to go analog. Remember these things called pads and, you know, paper and pen? <laughs> it's a crazy yeah. concept. Yeah. But yeah, it's... um. There's actually studies that suggest that you've got to put more conscious thought into things that when you actually write it down, as opposed, Karen, as opposed to your phone. Yes, I know. So there you go. But um, if you write stuff down, you've got a 42% more likelihood of actually manifesting too. Yeah. So, guys, you're halfway there. Write it down. Mm. Write this stuff down. What's easy to do is easy also not to do. Yeah. Right? So, and, and, and then... Once you've created this list, go go and um, go after the love hanging fruit. Now, why am I so full on about this? Is because the statistics don't lie, and they're getting worse. The statistics are that depression, anxiety, yeah, that suicides. I don't have to talk to you about this. You know, mm-hmm. use suicides, the overprescription of antidepressants, yeah, 
um, is on the up and up. Mm. It's at crazy levels. Pre-COVID, it was nuts. Now, even worse. Mm-hmm. 87%, about 80, 85 to, to 90% of people who go to work every day, both here, America, UK, um, uh, what they call disengaged. Mm. It's, you know, 80 to 90% of people yep. uh, go to work every single day and then just not into it. Mm. And they do that for uh, the majority of their life. Yep. They're disengaged. It's actually a stat. We've even got this thing now called the loneliness epidemic. Yep. We know what a pandemic is, thanks for COVID, but a, an epidemic is its little brother, and uh, that's on the increase too. Mm. So the loneliness epidemic is the adverse effect of social media. Mm. We think we're actually more connected, but we're actually more disconnected. Yep. That's scary. So these these stats, so something's wrong, right? Yep. Something's, something's wrong in the matrix. Mm. Um, and, and so these stats are climbing. And so whatever we're doing is, it's not working. And there's a lot of contributing factors and, and we're trying to do our bit, trying to change the narrative, not put everyone into support groups to talk about depression, just like, you know, just like people do with cancer. Mm. Oh, let's get in a support group and all talk about cancer and just go over and over and over again. No, about giving them some tools to be really, to, to really start to stop living by default, live by design, stop just existing and start now living. Mm. So I've, over the last 10 years, I've seen the lights go on for a lot of people through this work, right? That's why I'm so full on about it. I know it works, mm. like 1,000%. Uh, it's not just like, you know, rah-rah motivation shit. It's, it's seriously has got some people off, um, off suicide watch. Yep. You know, it, it, and that's one of the most rewarding things, you know, I've received over the years. I'll, I'll get, you know, people that come up after a seminar that they were kind of forced to go to or their work <laughs> put it on and they're just sitting in the back, arms folded. Something's happened. Yep. Some, the light's going on. Maybe right place, right time. I'm not going to go, oh, I'm a, I'm a freaking guru or anything like that. Just right place, right time. They're open to being helped. And they come up afterwards or didn't come up at all maybe send me a direct message or an email or something, say, you know, I've tried to kill myself over the last couple, you know, over the last six months. And I came to you, I, I, I saw you speak, I, I, I'm now, you know, I watched your TED talk or whatever it is. And, you know, just thanks so much. And I'm like, what, what are you going to do? And then it may be even up to a year. I've even have up to five years later, they send me pictures of them and their family at Disneyland or Aww. them and their family at, at Italy. You know, and they're Australian. Mm. Thanks to your bucket list and that whole concept to change my life, and here's here's us now. That's the shit. That is why I do what I do, mm. right? Yep. And so, if I can do that with one person, imagine how many other people I can do it do it with. Yep. And um, that's been that's been happening like more and more and more as time has gone on, kind of like a snowball effect over the last ten years. Mm. At first, I was like. You know, I'd cry, and now it's a little bit. It's it's kind of vanilla. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's all about helping a person. Ex, you know, have more meaning. In it. It, it, it's not about saving people. It's about just helping people look at look at their life through a different lens, mm. and and through this bucket list lens. And and by the way, everything that I've always taught is based mainly on positive psychology, which is the science of happiness, yep. you know, the, the psychology of happiness. Yep. And that's how, how to help people experience more um, 
you know, purpose, meaning and fulfillment or gratitude in their life. Mm. If I can help a person experience more of that, I think that's the human experience before their time is up. Mm. You know, regret-free life rather than regretful life. Mm. I, yeah, and I, I just so agree with you. And that seeing the lights come on in people's eyes is just, I, you know, you hit it, hit the nail right in the head. That's the thing that I live for. You know, when that light comes mm. on, it's just, it, it's a moment that you can't explain. You can't really can't put the words to it when you see that light come on in someone's eyes. Well, I've got a story for you, and this is maybe a spoiler alert. I did a TED talk at Jeff Shedd a few years ago, and uh, and I, I shared his story during that. And, and doing the TED talk was on my bucket list too, and I ticked it off in front of 2,000 people <laughs> at uh, the exhibition building there. If you, awesome. if you watch it, at about four, it's eight, 18 minutes, and about four minutes in, I start going, I was nervous as, nervous as hell. My cat does but, that. Um, yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no water on stage. Me... Me, I run around like an idiot. So, you know, me being on a three-by-three three red dot with four yeah. cameras on me, I was like a cage monkey. <laughs> so, um, but at the end, I, I, I and this is and this is the story that um, I, you, you know, ex-AFL footy player Jim Stein, yeah. so he set up, yep. <clears throat> excuse me, he set up the Reach Foundation. Yep. Now, everyone, most people know, out of Melbourne anyway, know who the, Jim Steins is and the, and the Reach Foundation, so it's a personal development program for teenagers, leadership development, and so they have some wayward teens and some other teens that are joined for you know join and they do these programs. It's um, from what I know, it's a non-religious based program, it, and it and it works and it's tried and tested. They do it in schools and they do it outside of schools. Their head office is in Collingwood, and I've raised some money for the Reach Foundation in the past, and they said, oh, can you come, Trav, can you come down and do a presentation for the leaders of the Reach Foundation at our head office um, here in Collingwood? I said, oh, I love you guys. I'd, I'd be honoured. So I went down there. There was about, you know, um, I don't know, 40, 50 young adults in the in the room, and um, and they'd all, you know, they're all leaders, um, you know, that have gone through the program, graduated with flying colours, want to pay it forward, and that's how you become a a leader mm. so i have a very sharing kind of culture there and um did my talk and 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 right at the end of it you know right at the end of it in front of everyone there was no one over the age of like you know 22 or whatever in the room and right at the end of it this young girl gets up and uh in front of everyone she wouldn't have been I don't know, 19 20 and she was absolutely bawling what's wrong in front of everyone and then she said to me something that changed my life. She said, if if my younger sister had been here to see your presentation today, she wouldn't have killed herself two weeks ago. Oh, gee. And I just, that still to this day, it just shakes me. Mm. And I got picked up from the, the, the office there and went to, had to go to the airport and I just cried in the car all the way. And I, I was like, today, today's the day. Today is one of those days where I've I've just cemented my calling. Yeah. Cemented my why, and uh, and I reference that we you know every opportunity I get, Karen. You know, even on this podcast, I you know thank you. Not that we're over yet, but I thank you for mm. the, allowing me the platform to spread the spread the mission that little bit further. Mm. Well, yeah, it's um. Uh... You. You, you, you know, I've, I used to teach kids at, in VCAL and, you know, quite a few of them have come up to me since and said, you know, you saved my life. And I, it, it's, yeah. 
but what about the ones that we didn't? You know, it's exactly what you're talking about. And if only, yeah. if only um, yeah. they'd had that chance. And, and and this is where I think, you know, people like you and me and, and others we know um, have stepped up. But there are so many others who could step up, do you, do you know, who, who could um, overcome their fears and be in the positions that can inspire other people and they might save people's yeah. lives. And I think the fear of you stepping up yourself um, is is completely insignificant to, to compared to the difference that you could make, you know, if you, yeah. if you took those I say, I say this to everyone. I've said it to a lot of people who have become sort of thought leaders, uh, run mentoring programs before. Um, and, and if you've been through some shit and you've had a, a breakdown before breakthrough moment, confusion before clarity moment, you know, mm. and rags to riches story or, or, or you know, whatever, uh, some sort of transformational story where you've gone from down down here to up there. Yeah. There's so many cool learnings mm. in that in that journey that I'll, I'll say this straight up, and I've said it to people's face: How dare you? How dare you leave this earth mm. with those learnings in you? Yeah. How dare you not pay those learnings forward to someone else that needs to hear them right now? Mm. So you need to, anyone who's in that situation, anyone who's listening, you need to get those learnings and, 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 and make them tangible, make them real, you know, write them down, put them in a speech, put them in a book, put them in a program, put them in a podcast, whatever it might be. Just get that out of you. Get these out of you and give and, and coach your former self through them because mm. that's, that's essentially who we're all kind of saving, yep. so to speak. Um, is trying to help our former self. You know, and there's a there's a reason why I concentrate on depression, why I mention it whenever I talk, is because I went through it. Mm. So I've created this bucket list whole the whole business around trying to trying to help my former self yep. to a certain extent. Yeah. So whatever it's you know, and and I've seen and it's such a cathartic thing to do. Mm. Um and that's where we get our greatest joys. If we can, if we can really pay these messages forward and extract these learnings and articulate it into something that's tangible that people can can purchase or get for free or what YouTube channel, whatever it might be, you know, just get it out of you. Yeah. How dare you die with those messages inside of you? It's a moral obligation, really, isn't it? To, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Really is. Have you had? Um, you know, like personal conversations with people that might be on their deathbed, you know, that they really wish they had have done something and they sort of sit, sitting there thinking, you know, I, it's too late. I didn't get to do that thing. Or have you, you know, heard yeah, of Yeah, the number one, regret, number one regret of the dying, according to um, Ronnie Ware, the top five regrets of the dying. And that is, um, you know, I wish I lived. What, the number one regret of the dying, um, it's a best-selling book. Yeah. Uh, is uh, I wish I lived a life true to myself, not what others expected of me. Yep. So there's a lot of people that get to later on in life and realise they've been living in their dad, you know, their mum and dad's shadow or their peers' shadow yep. or they just haven't been their true expression of themselves. Yep. And I think um, uh, a lot of European families suffer from that because mm. it's you know long long term tradition and that sort of thing fitting in with the joneses um is another thing that uh, hamstrings a lot of people's self-expression and creativity and that creates a lot of angst mm. dare say a lot of depression and and these sorts of 
you know, mental health concerns. It's a, it's a contributing factor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have actually. I've, I've every time I, because I go pretty hard when I talk, and I talk about the big issues, you know, mental health, cancer, you know, death, yeah. and try and do it through not not trying to scare the shit out of people, but wake people you know, up. You, you've mm. you've got to dis you've got to disrupt. Yeah. You know, like if I get invited to a conference, I'm there to speak for forty five minutes to an hour and a half, maybe max. So you've got to disrupt. You've got to wake people up. Yeah. And you've got to get them to think. And at the end of the day, um, before you can roll out any of your intellectual property that you might want to share, you've got to wake them up beforehand so they're going to listen to it, mm. let alone apply it. And so, yeah, I've had a lot of conversations with people um, in, at that time in their life. My best mate died last year of um, uh, stage 4 brain cancer. He's only 41. Mm. Um, I only knew Cam with with cancer because mm. we were introduced because because I was the bucketless guy and he had cancer and I got introduced to him six months after he got given his initial use by date. He lived seven years past his initial use wow. by date. Um, now there's a guy that really left no stone unturned though, mm. so he didn't have too many regrets because I did most of the, the wild shit that he did with him. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, we, we travel around the world and, and went to, you know, went to Burning Man Festival and Machu Picchu and all these sort of, you know, big bucket list ticks. And, um, so getting a real insight, I've lived as if I've had it for the last seven years, mm. you know, which is really interesting insight. And, and that's why I said before, he's a guy that didn't buy into, because he's, he's done some public speaking before and they wanted him to talk, you know, go to cancer support groups and talk about it. And he's like, why do I, why do I want to hang with them? Mm. You know, just just go over and over and over my story. It's like, dude, you know, get on with it. Just, just you know, time's ticking. Mm. So it's a really interesting insight into the psychology of a dying person. Well, it's um, you, you kind of hope that none of us get to that point. When I do talks, I talk about why are we waiting for adversity. You know, it's, it's always adversity that kicks us over the edge and makes us do something. And why are we waiting for that? Like, why do we have to? It's always pain that motivates us initially, though, isn't it? It is. It, it is. Yeah. Well, the avoidance of pain or whatever. And we just the avoidance um, of pain. Yeah. Yeah, we, we're such um. We're such restricted beings, aren't we? You know, this whole kind of walk around like stiff, stiff little zombies. You know, and it's 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 such a shame. When you're talking about your your friend and you know you did some stupid shit, um, what's the most extreme um, bucket list item you've ticked off or heard about? Oh, extreme. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Too many stuff before before that. Yeah, I mean, I, I um, extreme. I don't know about ex- it's in the eye of the beholder, really, isn't it? Because you know, like, like. Um, yes, it is. Uh, you know, like me, like I, I one one thing that I did was I'd never done a uh, never done any triathlons before. I grew up as a swimmer. I didn't own a bike. I'd done one marathon, but entered an Ironman triathlon. Yeah. And that's a three point eight k swim, one hundred and eighty k bike ride, and a marathon, all in one one hit. And so I didn't. I entered that as an experiment because that was actually the second thing I ever wrote on my 
to do before I die this. Oh, and I nearly died during, <laughs> during it. By, but, but it was about reverse engineering the action, the initial action just to enter. Yeah. So I, I did about 50, 60 videos that are still on YouTube about my training regime and schedule and that sort of thing. And it helped me actually put me on the map with the whole bucket list guy thing. And it was, um, but I entered it, you know, when the why is strong enough, the how will work itself mm. out, and it did. Yep. Um, there's another one, very embarrassingly, I, um, on the other extreme, I was a, I was a life drawing model, a nude model <laughs> for an art, for an art class. <laughs> and uh, that was, that was terrifying. Yep. Um, I grew up in speedos and swimmer and all that sort of thing, but going next layer is, um, <laughs> was an experience. <laughs> Uh, it is. It's about the uh, yeah, but you're exactly right. It's about the um the in the eye of the beholder or whatever. You, you know, it's uh for some people they couldn't care less about stripping off. Do you, you know and and you might bungee jump, you know, and think that that's nothing. There's no way in hell I'm going to drop down off of a bloody springy rope. That, yeah. yeah, they're all your classics. It's like bungee jump. Yep, tick. And that, that that's oh. that's more for London skydiving, I reckon. Yeah. Um. And uh, but but being a nude model for an arc, I think that's even more. Ter- I tell you, I haven't done the 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 one that I'm afraid of the most, right? That mm. I have yet to do. That I'm planning on doing at the start of next year, if it all opens up and yep. comes back to normal, is a stand-up comedy gig. Oh wow! Yes. Yeah, that'll be pretty. <laughs> that'll be yeah, a bit terrifying. I'm fucking, I am fucking shitting. <laughs> I reckon it'll yeah. be fun though. That'd be I'm fun. I'm not telling you where it is or when it's going to be. I'm not telling any of my mates where it's going to be. I'm just going to get it done. The last thing I want them there, the last thing I want them there is is them there and pissed. <laughs> so. I reckon that's a ripper. Now, see, I, that wouldn't scare me. And you know, when you talk about public speaking, that doesn't scare me at all. I live to be on the stage. So I know but, a lot of public speakers that have had a crack at it, and and they've even said, "Yeah, it's it's terrifying <laughs> because you're a, because you are a public speaker. You're looking into it a yeah, lot more, yeah, and you're analysing a lot more. Which I am. I'm a public speaker. I'll get up in front of anyone. Hey, I've done a TED talk. I've spoke to thousands of people at a time, yeah. but. Comedy. Make me laugh, idiot. That's what. <laughs> that's what <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. a. Maybe maybe I got to I got to do some uh, work around that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait, Neil. You better let us know because we'll be uh, we'll be watching that one coming coming with it. <laughs> yeah, but no, but some of the other things I I've gone. Um, you know, I went to the Burning Man Festival. That was a big one on the bucket list. Uh, um, even the even the Eurovision Song Contest final. In Germany, I went to that. Wow. Um, well, and sang. Funny. You didn't sing. No, I didn't sing. You, no. just, you just went there. <laughs> no. Shit, no. <laughs> yeah, I sang. Yeah. No. Um, I, I went there um, and I've done a lot of travelling with my dad. I grew up adopted. Uh, well, I was adopted and uh, and I've done a lot of travelling with dad overseas and, uh, and that was, yeah, there's a whole story sort of behind that of, how our bucket list and my bucket list has helped us um, reconnect as mates. Mm, yeah. So, um, and that that a lot of a lot of guys, especially, have heard that story and and you know and then reconnected with their father or or with their sons as a result. That's fantastic. So it's it's not just about you. Like initially, it yeah. was about it was about me, but now it's about we. 
Mm. So I've got four kids in my life now and great partner in Tracy and, and, and all of this, all of that sort of more adrenaline stuff is, I still love to do it, but at the end of the day, um, I'll be more, I'll uh, be more reckless, I guess. And now it's about contribution, legacy, kind acts that you can do for other people, and mm. who you can take along on the journey. Mm. So it's not, um, it, it does morph. Yeah, and I think it's you're right. It doesn't always have to be extreme. I've got things on my, on mine, you know, that are like meet a gangster, you know, and I have met met Jesus, a really? yeah, I met a gangster at Alcatraz. He was um. He was a kidnapper and he was in there signing his book and, you know, that was like, wow, right. I met a gangster there and, you, you know, shake hands really? with a soldier, you know, um, visit Ground Zero. You know, a lot of those yeah. sort of, um, yeah. they're, well, they're all... What's next? Well, I, I wanted to sing in New York and um, yeah. that's and I was going to New York to speak in um, April and I was only, only yeah. to speak, in, but in Times Square, so that's pretty good. And I was going to launch mm. into song just so I could say that I'm sang in New York. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I sing. Unreal. I sing in every talk I do, so um, yeah, it wouldn't have been unusual. Right. But um, I, I, yeah. what do you sing? What do you mean? What do I sing? What? What do we? What do you sing in your in your talks? I don't know, whatever comes into my mind. <laughs> oh, there you go. You know, okay. Like I'm so excited. You know that kind of shit. I don't know. Whatever I want to <laughs> oh, sing. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, right. um, nice. <laughs> I can't help myself. I'm like you. You try and can contain me to a, a round dot jesus christ yeah. i don't know that, right. that's the only thing reason i haven't but i want to do a ted talk you know that's something that's on my bucket list so um yeah. it'll happen yeah. and cool yeah so i don't know i awesome. can't remember what's on there but there's a lot of stuff but and, and you know what mm. i do i actually don't um i don't often look at it i often look at it and go oh what did i do and i i go back when i every time i look at it i can tick four or five things off so they must be yeah. somehow in my subconscious do you know and i just naturally do them and then i'm like oh shit i've just done five of those things on my list this is fantastic yeah. so i think i think we should all do it actually but anyway yeah. you will have come across a lot of people that say oh i'm i'm too scared i'm too scared you know i really want to do something and i'd love to do it but i'm too scared what what do you tell them um, what are you scared of? It's more of a questioning. Mm. So what are you scared of? Uh, see, a lot of people don't even write down goals because of fear of failure. Mm. Yep. You know, because they don't want to, if they write it down, they don't want to disappoint themselves. That's why a lot of people don't even write goals down, let alone bucket list items. Yeah. Um, and, and this is, you know, and I guess the self, the, the Perception of bucket list is a lot of a lot of people think it's about expensive travel around the world, the seven wonders of the world, and blah blah blah. Yeah. So I need another lot of time off and a lot of money to make that happen. And that's why I created the My Bucket List Blueprint that I did the TED Talk and I've got the book coming out. That that's what that's all about, and um, it's about helping people realise that no, it's not just about travel. It's about a lot of different things that you want to do in your life. Some some big. Some that require a lot of big resources and some that don't. Mm. And uh, go after the low-hanging fruit first, yep. you know. Um, and that gives you the momentum and motivation to smash through the bigger ones. Mm. It's about choosing happiness. Yep. And I want people to get excited about, about, you know, it's not just about the bucket list tick as such. It's really about how a person reverse engineers every aspect of their life in order to make that stuff come to fruition mm. it's a growth of the of the person on that journey towards these self-imposed destinations and more importantly it's about the person that exists on the other side the person that we don't know yet mm. and i think you know one of the catch cries 
but I'm quoted on quite a bit, is people are dying at 40 and being buried at 80. Yeah, yep. So I want to help people get curious, excited, engaged in what's on the other side of this bucket list, the, the you that you don't know yet. And that's called our potential. And then when we experience more of our potential and we're, we're, and we're growing, um, we're personally developing, we're seeing more of ourselves and what we can do versus what we can't do, mm. that puts a smile on our face. Yeah. That makes us happy. Yep. And every little success leads to a bigger success. It's, it's a snowball effect. You, you talked about a... Um, you know, I know you've got... You're saying big things and little things. You've got this, um, like, a 12-step acronym, you know, Bucket mm. list B U C K E T L I S T. Mm. Tell us about. Tell us more about that. Yeah, the my bucket list blueprint is what I did the TED talk on. So if people want to go to, uh, um, just type in a YouTube uh, uh, "Life's Too Short" by Trove Bell, and you'll and we'll sort of give that a, a background, and that's what I got the book coming out of, about. But it's a twelve-letter acronym for how to how to create a, a holistic, you know, a, a holistic and um, a person meaningful and holistic bucket list. It helps you extract and articulate this list. And it's a 12, 12 letters. So M, meet a personal hero. Y, your proud achievements. B, buy that special something. U, ultimate challenges. C, conquer a fear. K, kind acts for others. E, express yourself. T, take lessons. L, leave a legacy. I, idiotic stuff. S, satisfy curiosity. T, travel adventures. So once... Once extracted, once laid out, it, it really does create a very holistic list mm. for each person. That leave a legacy is pretty important too, isn't it? That's a real clincher. Yeah, well, that's that's yeah. It's not. It, it's you know, I, I put that in, and and the, and the kind acts rather. That that's all mm. about um about that we yeah you know, that we thing. Look beyond, you know, look beyond the self, and. Uh, Remembering that all this stuff is based on positive psychology too, so it's all done for a reason. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, it's a smorgasbord that people can then pick and choose from. And, you know, I'm doing five things at the moment and it really, it's not just, it doesn't give people a, just one single focus. It really does help create, I say a bucket list, there's a tangible life plan mm. where our career plan or our business plan should fit into our life plan and not be the other way around. Yeah. So this really brings home that work to live principle for a lot of people. Helps them compartmentalise um, things a little bit, um, mm. yeah, a little bit better. Mm. And you speak a lot around the the world. Well, clearly not at the moment because, but actually that's not true because I'm actually reaching more countries now. You know, with um, Zoom than I ever ever could have got to before. But still, you're still not travelling and 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 sort of spending time in person with people because that's when all the people come up to you and say things but yeah when mm. people do come up to you and you know afterwards like that that uh girl you mentioned earlier what's the most common thing you hear what's the most common thing i hear um yeah well people come up and say hey man that was awesome or are they like wow that was profound. That's... Well, I'm not blowing my own trumpet, but I, I wouldn't be doing this 10 years later if I hadn't been getting positive results, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, it's built It's built on the feedback and it's it's mm. built and built and built and built. So, you know, so I, 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 I keep doing it more and more. And 
scaling out through everyone, uh, you know, through all of our coaches around the world now, we can affect the lives of even more people. And now they're getting that kind of same feedback, which is awesome. Mm. That, that's what really floats my boat now. Yeah, that's awesome. What? Um, tell us a bit more about that certification program and, you know, all your coaches and everyone. Yeah, look, we've got a lot of life coaches, business coaches, career coaches, uh, a lot of people that have added this to their suite of offerings. Mm. Um we do only do group coaching. We don't do one-on-one because our mission is to um, help 10 million bucket listers live purposely fulfilled lives. Yep. You know, so I can't do that alone, yeah. <laughs> not in my lifetime anyway. Yep. But, you know, we've got coaches in – we've even got coaches in countries where if you translate the word bucket list, it makes no freaking sense at all. Mm. So it's, it's pretty <laughs> cool. And the, the cool thing about it is the fact that um, – yeah, they they they've added added to to help a, a a lot of people on mass. So we're doing programs all around the world for families to Fortune five hundred companies, everyone in between. Mainly concentrating on helping people with mental health, mm. um, like I said before, and everything else that we've just mentioned. And um, and there's a big freaking need for that at the moment. It's, you know, especially with remote work teams now and uh, this disrupted normal that we were taking for granted. Mm. Um, but yeah, people can uh, people can jump onto one of our weekly webinars. So you go to bucketlistcoach.com forward slash webinars. We run weekly webinars, one for one in the morning, Australia time, one in the afternoon, and that, that serves the US and also Europe and yeah. um people can get on there and, and check it out. They can register for one of those upcoming ones each week if they want and, and check out what, what Bucket List Coach is all about. Fantastic. And become one if they want to become one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. look, it's it's kind of like a life coaching framework but without saying life coaching. Yeah, yeah. No, it's kind of a bit more punchy too. I, I quite like it. I'm going to have a look myself. I think that's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, probably that might be might be a useful little thing to have in my suite for Get Off the Bench actually. Yeah, well, it's kind of it, – it's it's been a really good add-on for a lot of people that do, do a lot of one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's great. You know, because because yeah. uh, and like I said, it's an add-on. It's not instead of. It's an add-on. Yeah. You know, so it, we've we've got a, a licensing situation worked out for people, and you know, um, and we've got a, you know a, a great team that that helps to support the coaches with weekly calls and set up websites and all sorts of things for them. And mm. yeah, it's uh, it's it's awesome. It's been we've been building that for the last three years. So. Um, yeah, the team are, team are fantastic mm. and really look after all the coaches and help them support whatever goals they've got around it. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, well, you might might meet your 10 million goal and wouldn't that be yeah. wouldn't that be bloody wonderful? Yeah, it was the, the big legacy. You know, you talk about legacy, that's yeah. mine. Yeah. And, um, and, yeah, that's our big 10-year goal to affect the lives of a lot of people. So, um, you know, to really try and change the narrative. Mm. So... Yeah, we do one of our programs, which is awesome. Yeah. We're looking at a big, big launch in India. It's called BL4K Bucket List for Kids. Yeah, fantastic. so it's um, yeah, starting to starting to take shape. That's in fantastic. Parts of the world, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we'll teach them while they're young. I think so because um, it's Good so show. bloody hard to change an adult's mind. Really yeah, hard yeah. to change a narrative in an adult. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that's terrific. Oh, this is good. All right, so uh, this this podcast, of course, is get off the bench, as you know, and um, 
you know, <laughs> trying to get inspire people to do stuff. So um, how, how do people go about starting a bucket list? So what tips and advice can you get, give on getting started? I know you said write it down, but is it more to it than that? <laughs> no. No, that's it. <laughs> no. Watch my TED talk. Watch my TED talk and put pen to paper. <laughs> okay, that's oh, it. And then I've got a challenge, Karen. I've got a challenge for you and your listeners. Right. And this is this is what it is. All right. All right. Yep. Um, because I'm actually putting out. I'm, I'll be putting out a new book. Um, after this one. Yeah. And this one's about to come out. It's called the My Bucket List Blueprint. Yeah. It'll be out in about a week or two weeks. And um, only been about 10 years in the making. Um, <laughs> but, like all of us, yeah. <laughs> what I want, what I challenge you, because I know you're up for a challenge, I challenge you to watch the TED Talk or when it comes down to it, read the book, write your bucket list. It can be in scrap piece of paper. I do not care, but write your bucket list as um, as, it, as it looks, you know, through my bucket list blueprint yep. and then email it to me or direct message it to me. Okay. To trav at the bucket list guy.com. All right. And it may or may not be in the second book, but plus I've got bucket list superpowers and I can uh, maybe make some of that stuff come to fruition for uh, your listeners. Oh, fantastic. All right. Mm. Guys, you've got to do it because I'm going to do it. So you guys better do it too. Otherwise, I'm going to be out on a limb. And you know, it's scary out there all by yourself, isn't it? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, fantastic, cool. fantastic. All right, good. That'll give me a kick in the bum too. So that's yeah. good. So go to Life's Too Short by Trav Bell on YouTube and you'll be able to see it. I've actually watched it already. So um, Yeah, I've got a mohawk. That was my fuck you 40 haircut. Uh, yeah, I thought it was all right. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty good. No, no, I've already watched it. So I'm going to – I'll watch it again and I'll do the yeah. um, I'll do the blueprint. Yep, I'll do it, definitely. Cool, cool. And I, I really Love hope it. others do and uh, as well. So – Anyway, kick their ass if they. If they yeah, do. <laughs> oh, you don't know who's listening though. That's the trouble. I don't know who to chase. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's good. Uh, well, I've really loved this. Really enjoyed chatting with you, and it's um, you you have put a bit of a bomb under a bomb under my bum. I I don't usually need a bomb under my bum because I'm pretty bloody motivated anyway. But you've just put an extra sparkle in there to um. Yeah, awesome. to, to to do a little bit more and have a bit of a think further. I'm not up for extreme challenges, you know. I don't I don't like to um put my body at risk. But um, no, we got we got three lists. So I didn't tell you that we've got a we've got three lists. We've got a we've got a future bucket list. Yeah, we've got a reverse bucket list, yeah. which is all the stuff that you've done in your life already. Yeah, and we've also got a third list, and that's called the fuck it list. <laughs> That's that's throw that's yourself off a the, cliff. That's all the shit that that I might say. It might be on one of my videos or some of the stuff that you've outlined. And people listening have just gone fuck that. I don't want to do any of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it goes on that list, so it's okay. Yeah, I've got, I've got a few things. I bungee jump and jump and have an airplane. Yeah, fuck, fuck that. that. I am yeah. doing that. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Uh, I that's don't it. need to prove that. No, to that, that and and to be honest, that list gets more and more as you get older. So it does. It's. Uh, yeah. yeah, it really, <laughs> trust me, I'm 57 and it does get bigger, I can tell you. Oh, geez, I used yeah. to do some stupid It's funny. Things. It's, yeah, yeah, it's funny actually when I, you know, I might go and, what did I, I did a gig last year, the year before, it was to the risk management division of ASIC, you know, with yeah, the Australian yeah. Insu- Securities and Investment yep. Commission, right? So I rock up there with the mohawk, the tats, <laughs> t-shirt and jeans and whatever. 
That's what I speak in. And, yep, me too. And uh, here I am in the risk management division of ASIC, <laughs> which is like the probably the biggest nerds in the, <laughs> the, the the most governing, you know, nerds in Australia. And and uh, and here I am. I'm like, why did you get me in here? And <laughs> and that's where you add value as a speaker. Is you've got to go in there and disrupt and yeah. give them that, that other perspective. Use whatever you've got to use in order to disrupt. Because yeah. if you're a sheep, if you're not. You're you're not adding value if you're just like them. You're not adding value, right? Yeah, I agree. Yep. So, um, yeah, and uh, and I I remember I played my opening video, which is like a kind of a rock video of you know, me running around the world and doing stuff, and and uh, and I could see them all. It was on a Friday, and they're all just got their, most of them got their hands crossed, and I just can't. I actually opened up. I don't normally do this. I go, who's just watched that video, and and just created a whole other bucket list. You know, and and that list is a fuck it list because I know a lot of you are just like <laughs> fuck that, and it just got everyone in straight away. <laughs> and I go, you don't want to do half of that shit, do you? And they're all like, no, no, we don't. We're all too risk adverse, you know. Like, oh, we don't want to do that. I was like, all right, and that's that's totally cool. But what do you want to do? Let's explore that. And it it just, you know, you you got to be flexible. So. Uh, <laughs> It was right on the money, that gig. <laughs> That's fantastic. I love it, love it. Now, so we're going to do the challenge and we're going to watch the um, YouTube YouTube clip, Life's Too Short, Trav Bell. Yeah. Now, where yeah. else can everybody find you? Uh, Instagram. Um, I think we've just connected on Instagram. Go to bucketlistguy.travbell on the gram. Yep. And uh, uh, LinkedIn and Facebook is travbell-thebucketlistguy or bucketlistguy.com. Or bucketlistcoach.com forward slash webinars if you want to suss that out. Okay. Yeah, I think people should go and look at that. That's a that's good. Oh, well I have absolutely loved this. You've um cool. really loved it. I hope you've enjoyed it as well and taken an hour out for a little Pleasure. chat and yeah. It's an hour already. There you go. Oh, I think so. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> no, uh, this has been no, this has been really good. So, um, really hope you've inspired a few people. I'm sure you have because uh, I think it comes down to exactly what you said. It, life is too short, and um, yeah. if we don't start doing something, it's going to be too late. So, I'd yeah, rather sure. it be too short and do something than too late and not have done it. So, that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us and uh, inspiring us. And I'll let you get back on with the rest of your day. And we'll be sure to send you those challenges. Well, I'm sh- I'm sending you my <laughs> challenge. And I'm not speaking on behalf of anybody else because that's dangerous. I've learned that should you? be off my bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, Karen. Hey, look, absolute, uh, absolute privilege. And uh, thanks a lot for the platform. Oh, my absolute pleasure. All right. Well, stay in touch and catch you soon. You meant to say thank you. See ya. No, I don't know. Thank you, of course. (laughs) All right, thanks. See ya. All good. Ciao. Oh, guys, that was awesome. Oh, look, go do that challenge. Get on there and go watch the, um, go listen to that YouTube clip, um, Trav Bell, Life's Too Short. During his talk, he talks about the My Bucket List blueprint so you can get all that, um, you know, M is for this and Y is for that and B is for whatever and I can't remember it but I'm going to go and have another have another look but do that challenge I think that's a great opportunity to start thinking about what's important in your life and I agree with Trav so much life is too short and we don't want to get to that situation where we do suffer adversity and then we say oh shit I should do something because it might be a chance that uh, that adversity has knocked you off 
too far and you just can't do those things. So don't wait for that and don't let fear stop you. And don't get me wrong, I'm not jumping out of a plane and I'm not doing bungee jumping. And if anyone challenges me, you can get stuff because I'm not doing it. But um, there are so many other things that we fear, you know, like fear judgment or ridicule or, you know, fear of failure and all that sort of stuff. Just just do it because I know my bucket list and Trav says I shouldn't have it on my phone but I have you know and but I know when I go to look at that and I can tick things off it feels fantastic and I like he says you know there's a past bucket list so it's the I think he called it something else I can't remember um that you the stuff you've already done and I do that with a with a checkered flag and I keep it in there because I like to look at everything that I've achieved and that makes you realize that you can achieve the next thing that's on your list so anyway go um check him out follow him on Instagram Facebook Twitter LinkedIn you know all of those kind of things um maybe look up the coaching program if that's something that you want to do to add it to your suite of things as an addition and uh, check him out at the bucketlistguy.com anyway I think it was fantastic Um, I hope it's given you a bit of inspiration and thanks again for sticking around every single week and as I said I don't know who you are you know I know some of you but um, I, I hope there's people out there that I have no clue you're listening but I really hope you're loving it and um, thanks for supporting this podcast every week and that's it so I will see you next week See ya. Hey, thanks for joining me. It really does mean the world to me. Now, if you or somebody you know is doing amazing things, make sure you send me an email to info at getoffthebench.com.au. That's info at getoffthebench.com.au. Otherwise, head on over to my website at kerenvaughan.com and tinker around there a bit and send me a message. Okay, catch you next week.